everyone. Welcome back to the PFF Betting Podcast. I'm your host, Kendall Valenzuela, joined as always, senior data scientist Ben Brown. We are here to break it all down. We've got the championships this weekend. It's a jam-packed podcast, so we are just going to get right into it. Four teams remain in the NFL playoffs, and that means only four teams left for you to bet on at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Not a new customer, you can experience the conference championships with same game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code PFF for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's it's incredible. We're here. It's it's amazing. We are going to go through the AFC Conference Championship first, but it's going to be a great weekend. Uh, we've got a whole jam-packed podcast. How are you doing? It's I, I like these matchups. I'm excited for this. Yeah, obviously, I mean, you know, we talked a little bit about it last week. Obviously, everyone likes the divisional round more. More games, more opportunity for a really good game. Obviously, mm-hmm. we got, you know, the Bills Chiefs, which was – I would say, you know, the best, best game, game that I've seen. Yeah, probably ever for sure. Uh, but, you know, like, I personally believe that conference championship round is the best NFL action that we actually get. Of course, mm-hmm. you know, Chiefs, Bengals, a little bit of wide over spread, but I, I do like what we have, at least as far as the NFC, you know, NFC West match between the 49ers and Rams. I do think that's mm-hmm. going to be a really intriguing nightcap. So, you know, I'm pumped. It is sad because we only have what, three games left of NFL yeah. actual action here? So so we'll see. I don't know. I mean, uh, I know that you are in touch with, like, you know, the social media aspect of it, and we are launching, uh, you know, a soccer product here pretty quickly. So I do think we're going to get some PFF betting soccer action here, which I I'm know. looking forward to, but nothing nothing actually, you know, wets my whistle as much as football action. So <laughs> I, I'll, say, I'll say what it is. You there know, we go. Sure. And you said it. It's going to be hard to top what we saw between the Buffalo Bills and Kansas City Chiefs. But I think we're in line for a great matchup here, and especially we'll start with um, Bengals and Chiefs. But I think the question is, can Cincinnati 6-0 six six no against the spread – over its last six games, can they upset Mahomes uh, for the second time this season and end the seven-game consecutive home playoff winning streak? I want to get your breakdown just first before you even tell me, like, kind of your picks and things like that, your breakdown of just the matchup in general and what we're going to be watching here. 
Yeah, definitely. So basically, you know, plus 275 price on the money line. Cincinnati does definitely have a chance at uh, upsetting Cincinnati or upsetting Kansas City. Sorry, mm-hmm. we have them at a 28.4% win probability. That is what the market expects right now. We okay. have it, uh, you know, a little bit higher. We do actually give, uh, you know, Cincinnati a little bit of a chance of okay. pulling the upset here. 1.8% value based on that, you know, 26.6% value. We have it at 28.4%. Sorry, I did misspoke a little bit earlier on that market, uh, you know, consensus for where this game actually ends up. But, you know, at seven and a half points, uh, there's no reason not to back Cincinnati on the spread. I do think that, uh, I do think this maybe is a decent game for Kansas City, at least from a match perspective. But uh, moving out from seven out to seven and a half, I do think that Kansas or Cincinnati is definitely the correct side uh, on the spread here coming up for this matchup for sure. So Okay, I like that. And I think it's important, like beating the Chiefs in, in Cincinnati in Cincinnati at the end of the regular season is super impressive. But we all know and you know especially like having to continue their dominance and take down Patrick Mahomes at Arrowhead in the postseason where they've been before. Um, I think it's gonna be a tough matchup. So I wanna know like what do you think what do the Bengals need to do in order to come out victorious in this game. Yeah, definitely. So basically, you know, in that matchup in week 17, which we're actually talking about here, is, you know, Cincinnati was a three and a half point underdog at mm-hmm. home. If you factor in, you know, right around one and a half, maybe two points uh, from a home field advantage perspective, that is kind of basically how you move out to the seven and a half, seven point spread uh, okay. that Kansas City is currently facing right now. But uh, in that week 17 matchup, basically, Cincinnati played. I would say at their ceiling performance, right? Obviously, Jamar okay. Chase had, you know, uh, the the long touchdown where he was basically surrounded by Kansas City defenders, broke free from Rad, broke free from that. Also had a long touchdown run where Daniel Sorensen kind of had, uh, you know, a broken coverage situation. So, if 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 Cincinnati is going to be successful offensively, I do think that's going to have to come through Jamar Chase and to a lesser extent T Higgins. And I do think it's going to have to be, you know, a lot of the big plays. Uh, definitely downfield. I think we saw a recipe for how Kansas City is potentially going to get off the field in this particular matchup last week uh, in their game against the Buffalo Bills when they kind of had some of those third and long situations, fourth and one, fourth and two, where uh, Buffalo ended up going for it and converting Mm -hmm. to extend those drives. But uh, in saying that, you know, the one spot where Cincinnati's kind of been at least not necessarily up to a league average perspective, has been in those sack situations, right? On third and long, when Joe Burrow kind of has those pressure situations, he has not probably been scrambling uh, as much as, like, you know, our quarterback rushing props want to indicate (laughs) or anything else like that. So I do think that there is a path to uh, Kansas City potentially getting off the field on third and long, on, like, a fourth and medium, fourth and and short situation when Zach Taylor does actually kind of want to press those uh, mm-hmm. edges from that perspective. But uh, if if Kansas City kind of gets off the field in those situations, I do think they're probably going to be able to cover a touchdown differential. But 7.5 okay. is a completely different ballgame here. So I do think that, you know, the, the Bengals have an opportunity to potentially cover uh, kind of coming back basically from, you know, a two-touchdown differential or something less than that. And I do think that's kind of the spot where okay. I, uh, I'm buying into Cincinnati, especially offensively for this matchup. Yeah, I agree. I think when I when you look at the matchup and what I've read from you on pff.com slash betting and things like that, like the Bengals have to use that quick game to help Joe Burrow. And that's kind of going to be 
like where we either see this turn uh, a good way for them or turn a bad way because like it's fairly obvious to to like say that right but but it has to be said like against the Titans Joe Burrow took one of his nine sacks when he took less than 2.5 seconds in the pocket and then all the other ones were with 2.5 seconds or more so you have to it's it's imperative to get the ball out right and I think that's the offensive line I mean it, how do you describe that offensive line it's awful for, for the Bengals it's been really bad yeah right? I mean of course it's, it's like yeah, so so you just you need to get the ball out quickly, and I think you know the offensive line is too awful to play around with. So I'm with you. I do like though your idea seven and a half, um, and you're ta- you're taking the Bengals on that one. I'm kind of yeah. with you. I think that I like the Chiefs though. Like I, I do want to say I can see. I wouldn't be shocked. I think we're in the same page where we wouldn't be shocked if the Bengals won, but we are more. We think the Chiefs are a little bit maybe too dominant for them in this matchup. Yeah, I do think that if like the Bengals actually end up covering this game, I do think it's going to be because they like play from behind and kind of get through mm. the back door at the end of the game. So I do okay. think you know the half point movement from a from a touchdown differential out to seven and a half definitely matters in this particular matchup because I don't think it's going to be uh, in a lot of ways, or, or, or maybe maybe it is going to be similar to how that game was in Week Seventeen where like the Chiefs yeah. got out to an early lead. They were up basically. You know, two touchdowns at halftime. They had the opportunity with Tyreek Hill to potentially put, you know, not necessarily the game completely away, but mm-hmm. they had a they had a path to, you know, establishing the fact that they were by far up and dominant in that game in the first half. Obviously, Tyreek Hill let that ball drop through <laughs> yeah. his hands. Earlier than that, they also had, you know, uh, the the kickoff return that wasn't returned for a touchdown called back because of holding. So I do think that uh, because of the penalty situation, a lot of other things like the chiefs were a lot better in that game than what the final score indicated. Obviously, uh, you know, there was some end of game, you know, tomfoolery or whatever that you want to have (laughs) actually happen where the chiefs actually didn't get the ball at the end of the game, like they did in Buffalo, where we could see some of that Patrick Mahomes ha- magic. So if you allow that to creep back into it, uh, it's really difficult to see the Kansas City Chiefs not at least winning outright. But covering a 7.5-point pregame spread is a completely different matter. So I do think that uh, the Bengals are definitely capable of keeping this game close enough to the point where you know a touchdown differential at the end of the game uh, is definitely going to be uh, capable of them actually achieving when it's all said and done for sure. I love it. So. I love it. Well, let's let's get into our props. These are these are good ones, and we'll start with Tyreek Hill. And I feel like this one is one of my locks. This is one of my favorite ones that I've seen today. Over six and a half receptions. And you wrote in your article like his usage we know has shifted a lot, especially especially this season. Um, it, it's his lowest average depth of target in a season since his rookie year. Um, but last week he saw over eighty percent of his targets come within like nine yards of the line scrimmage and that is just you think that's what Andy Reid is going to continue to do especially against this Bengals team yeah definitely I mean that's that's kind of where they were exploitable you know in that week 17 match as well but I do think that there has been this like underlying shift in the Kansas City Chiefs production offensively and it has been Tyreek Hill underneath right and it has been getting that guy in space maybe it's more Mikel Hartman over the top maybe it's Byron Pringle maybe it's a little bit Travis Kelsey as well but uh, I think the middle of the field for the Cincinnati Bengals defense is definitely susceptible. But in saying that, it's going to be within nine yards of the line of scrimmage. And who would you want with your ball, with the ball in your hand outside of Tyreek Hill uh, in space? And I do think for that reason alone, I do think he's going to probably get over 6.5 receptions relatively easily. Was one of his highest targeted games in Week 17. Uh, he has been, you know, the one guy uh, that can really make plays 
after the catch in this particular offense, that has been the one thing that the Chiefs have actually focused on here in 2021, more than 2020, more than 2019, more than all these other years that, you know, Patrick Mahomes has been the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. So I buy into Tyreek Hill getting the target volume in order to kind of go over his reception prop number. And I do think it's probably okay. one of the easiest betting opportunities here uh, on Sunday. So a lock, you know, we're just going to, we're going to say lock, now six a and a half, six and a half. Right now, you can get 25% off any PFF subscription if you use code BETTINGPOD. What can you get with a PFF subscription? All of PFF's locked article content, NFL betting dashboards for the playoffs. NFL Greenline is up 27 units this season. You can get NFL draft guides and much more. Support the podcast and use promo code BETTINGPOD for 25% off any subscription. Also, the New Year's here, and because the Daily Betting Pod listeners are the best of all PFF podcasts, we want your help to create a list of what PFF should build for you. Email us at contact at pff.com. That's contact at pff.com with the answers to these questions. One, what PFF feature do you love most? Two, what do you want most from PFF? And tell us which podcast sent you so that we can put your ideas into the wish list for 2022. All right, the Chiefs are one of the most pass-heavy teams near the end zone. But Ben, over two and a half passing touchdowns for Patrick Mahomes. That is that is where you're sitting. But that is at a plus 114, like, plus price. So I, I love the price there, but two and a half. When was the last time? He, he definitely didn't do it their last meeting. I think he got two. So this one you might have to convince me a little bit. I'm a little bit nervous on this one. Yeah, so if you want to ask, at least as far as, like, when did he go over this, he went over this last week, right? Like, okay, that, yeah. That's, that's no, like, no, the, the one Bengals, thing. Yeah, yeah he that, went oh, over. Oh, is that the one thing that you're, that, like, thinking? I mean, he went over okay. three. He did get <laughs> also, he also ran in a touchdown. So he had four total touchdowns, basically. Yeah. Three passing touchdowns, one anytime touchdown. He also had five against uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers in, in in the wild card round. So, it was it was You're your Denver it was your Denver Broncos and it was you know the Cincinnati Bengals basically the last two times where we didn't go over this number but uh, he wasn't really pressed in that particular matchup either right mm-hmm. I do think that you know if he would have gotten the ball at the end of the game situation like we talked about in Cincinnati he probably would have gone over this number Denver okay. he 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 wasn't really forced to whatsoever so anytime that he's been forced to uh, he's gone over this number eleven of nineteen games so far here in twenty twenty one on the closing line value I mean. Given the plus price, given everything else, uh, Patch Mahomes, I would say, is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. And yeah. I think that buying into him actually having a productive game in the conference championship round uh, is probably one of the safest bets that you can make here coming up on Sunday. So two and a half plus t- passing touchdowns. Give it to me all day is all, all I can day. say for plus sure. Price too. Right. Plus, like, right. we have right. to agree that, like, the Bengals are not going to get blown out here. Right. They're, they're right. too talented right. of a team, so you can't say that, like, Kansas City is still going to pass late in the game. Right. Like, we're not going to count that out whatsoever. Right. I mean, they, they, they pass throughout the game. If they're forced to pass throughout the game, they're also passed to, you know, kind of force in those red zone situations. They're the only team mm-hmm. that basically has... Uh, you know, a pass rate over expectation over 10% in the red zone. So uh, I think, you know, even if the all three running backs are healthy for uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, it's still going to be Patch Mahomes. So as long as he doesn't run it in, uh, this is probably one of the safest bets you can make. And, and, and at the plus price, uh, it's even better for sure. So I do think that, you know, Patch Mahomes, right. if, if 
if if the Chiefs are going to cover, it's going to be because of Patrick Mahomes. So over 2.5 passing touchdowns, probably the best betting opportunity you can make in this first game, I would say. Postseason so. Patrick Mahomes hits different. Postseason, you can't. It just, <laughs> hits, it just hits different, right? It so. does. It does. All right. Well, Joe Burrow, though, has been doing well. This one was interesting to read in your article, though. Joe Burrow under 0.5 interceptions. And I, was, I wasn't I was shocked. I shouldn't say that because he's a great quarterback. But to say that he hasn't had an interception since week 13 did blow my mind a little bit. So you're thinking that he is still going to play well enough to go under that 0.5 interception mark in the playoffs? Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, okay. he, 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 he had the interception last week. Of course, it bounced off, yeah. you know, Shimaji P. Ryan's hands basically wasn't a turnover-worthy play, but – uh, that is what we have found is the best predictor of these interception props, and it is turnover-worthy plays. And Joe Burrow's been the fourth-best quarterback in the NFL so far in 2021. Hasn't had uh, a turnover-worthy play from a passing perspective since that Week 13 match against mm-hmm. the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. So, uh, yeah, he's been, you know, <laughs> one thing that he's actually been doing is taking care of the football outside of also delivering to Mark to Jamar Chase uh, yeah. at a pretty consistent rate. So I do think that they're going to be able to take care of the football. I do think that if you buy into Cincinnati covering the seven and a half point spreads, it's going to be because uh, Joe Burrow didn't throw an interception, right? I do think that's like the one thing where this mm-hmm. game is absolutely going to get out of hand is if he actually does that. So I think he's going to take care of the football. He has done it basically so far through his you know entire sophomore campaign. So there's no reason to buy into it. I do think it's a little bit of recency bias, the fact that we are still seeing a little bit of a you know, plus price on mm-hmm. this particular mar- market uh, based on the fact that, you know, he had an interception last week, which was not his fault whatsoever Absolutely. from a PFF grading perspective. So uh, <laughs> I like this one. I like this one. Quite yeah. Much. And the, and the chief, I mean the, the chief secondary, not so great. And not I, as great, of right, and great. as of right now, they're, they're going to be without Matthew still as we're recording this. I think I, he's still, he's likely to be out. Is it? So I I was actually, so when I would do, you know, other hits and stuff like that, I did Uh think Matthew was going to be in. I also thought thought Felton was going to be in as well. So that's going to be, you know, an oversight on my cue. So I do think we're going to at least get the best version of the Kansas City Chiefs secondary, but uh, I still don't think it's really going to matter. Obviously, Mm -hmm. one of them is going to have to make a play downfield downfield on a contested catch uh, in order to kind of shift this. Uh, scenario, but I, I don't see it happen. I mean, Joe Burrow has been really good at taking care of the football. He's basically been Absolutely. on like, you know, an Aaron Rodgers level uh, and his price on his interception prop hasn't been anywhere close to that. So I do think that this is, you know, one Perfect. of the best betting opportunities better opportunities to take advantage of for sure. I do too. So. I'm going I'm going back to T. Higgins, Ben. I'm going do back it. to T. Higgins. Let's hear it. Let's T. Hear Higgins it. Let's anytime. Hear it. T. Higgins anytime. And that's what I like. It's at plus one fifty. So we've we have really good we have really good odds on the on these uh props that we're putting out there. But plus one fifty is where I found him on DraftKings. We saw what Gabriel Davis did with the Chiefs secondary last mm-hmm. week. And I know they're like you just said, players are coming back. If they're supposed to have Matthew back, that's huge. But Higgins did catch seven of his nine targets. We did win that prop last week, too, for 96 yards. And I think that he, with how they're going to be looking at Jamar Chase, he could be an underrated guy to sneak into the end zone. And I'm yeah. just, I'm going back. He's been he's been good for us the last couple weeks, besides two weeks ago in the wild card when he didn't get in any time uh, touchdown for us. But I think this is the one, this is the day that it changes. Yeah, I'm actually in agreement with you. I do write, like, you know, a DFS article, and we mm-hmm. do actually find... Uh, a ton of value on T Higgins to kind of what I would classify as like, you know, erupt in a lot of ways. We do like okay. over 
over 5.5 receptions. We also like his over 72.5 uh, receiving yards. So I think the Chiefs are obviously going to focus quite a bit on slowing down Jamar Chase, and I do think that's going to benefit T. Higgins in a number of ways. Uh, and I, one of those is definitely going to be his anytime touchdown score. So I'm 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 on his overs quite a bit here, uh, and I do think the best one of all of his overs is for him to get in the red zone or get in the end zone, basically. Uh, kind of based on his red zone usage. So I, I like that one quite a bit, actually. Love it, love sure. it. So. All right, any other ones you want? Any parlays, Any anything else you want from this Bengals-Chiefs game? I mean, I do I do kind of like, I do have one same game parlay. Okay. Patrick Mahomes, over 2.5 passing touchdowns. Tyreek Hill, over 6.5 receptions. We always talked about, you know, both those, uh, a decent amount. I do like Joe Burrow, under 0.5 interceptions. And I think if you can get... Uh, T. Higgins potentially over uh, his reception total. That's basically going to pay out like plus 1300, plus 1200 uh, on Caesars Sportsbook. And I do think, you know, with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs potentially leading early, I do think, you know, Tyreek Hill is going to get some of those receptions underneath uh, throughout the entire game. That is going to be a decent path. And I do think that's the most likely opportunity from a game script perspective. So I do mm-hmm. think at plus 1300, uh, that is a pretty decent bet. Here. Either Jamar Chase or T. Higgins uh, to get over the receiving yards number. I like that one quite a bit. That's sure. a good so. one. That's a good one. All right. And you're rooting for the Bengals to cover. I, I like the Bengals to cover All seven right. and a half points. All right. All right. I'm, I'm locking that, that in. I do right. think. So I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little nervous uh, about the total, but I do think the total's maybe going to be uh, under in a lot of ways as well. But, of course, saying Patrick Mahomes over 2.5 pass touchdowns yeah. probably isn't the best way of saying that out loud. But, uh, yeah, I think it's <laughs> going to be a tight one, and I do think that, you know, uh, the Bengals are definitely going to keep this one close throughout for sure. Yeah, total total is tricky with these two teams, it right? Because because the last it time it was way, way over. It was so. way over, and then, like, we were on, you know, the Bills – uh, Chiefs under yes. last week as well. And that one felt honestly pretty good uh, until basically like two until and a half end. minutes ago. Yeah, <laughs> basically until the end, right? And like, and then everything just like exploded and erupted in your face basically. But if, if the Chiefs would have gotten off the field on that fourth and fourth, 13 situation where Gabriel Davis ended up scoring the touchdown, that game would have actually gone under here uh, pretty mm-hmm. easily. So I don't know. I do think that uh, the Chiefs offense is definitely – built more toward kind of playing toward uh unders i don't think the market is you know necessarily caught up to uh the way that they've actually been playing offense here so mm-hmm. uh, if they're gonna win this game and kind of win it maybe you know pretty handily i do think the game is probably gonna end up being under because i don't think that uh the Bengals are gonna keep pace but uh if you think the Bengals are gonna cover i do think this game is gonna probably pretty easily go over the 54 and a half point total as well so there we go Bengals to cover you love to see it. You love to see it. You love to see it. Everyone, thank you so much for joining us for this jam-packed podca- podcast. We appreciate you, as always. PFF.com slash betting. That is where you can find all our best bets, all our props, tools, all of Ben Brown's articles, most importantly. And thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend, and good luck. Good luck.